Hello, everybody. We're here talking with some of our diploma candidates from our very first cohort, who just finished their uh, freshman year of college, with our current senior cohort, two members of that, and then two of our uh, members of our junior cohort. And they're here to help us understand more about the IB program and explain why they decided to become IB students, what it was like to be an IB student, and what it's like to enter college having been an IB student. So we're going to go through a series of questions, and they're going to tell you about what they think. I'm going to start with the, with the obvious uh, and the first one. Why did you decide to become an IB student? Um, and Thomas, do you have anything you want to say about that? Thomas is a senior. Yes. So for me, uh, one of the huge things, which is why I chose IB, is with the internal assessments and with like work in general, there's a big emphasis on picking things that you're interested in. And you can kind of tailor the coursework to what you're interested in in finding different ways also to incorporate how you like to learn and different things like that. And also for me personally, I just know that I'm such a busy person and with IB, I was able to, there's more long-term work. And so I was able to kind of spread that out so that, you know, if I had a more free week, I could work on that during that time. Um, and so for me, I think, yeah, the combination of getting to choose kind of what I wanted to learn about for some assignments and things like that. And also, the workload for me was why I chose IB. And I also really liked the emphasis on creating a more well-rounded individual and not just, you know, through academics. Thank you so much. And you definitely live the learner profile. I've seen it. Uh, Emily, uh, Junior, do you have anything to add to that or explain why you decided to become an IB student? I definitely do. And one of the biggest reasons I picked it was honestly something that's kind of way down the line, but it's still something to think about. And I'm a person that, um, I was definitely looking into going off to graduate school after college, and this may not connect right away, but the reason that I decided to do IB was because there's a big emphasis on preparing you to do well in college and not just to do well in high school to get into college, even though it does do that as well. So whereas AP is more kind of like college level courses in high school, I felt like IB was really good at um, preparing you to be the best person you can be with the learner profile, things like being an inquirer, even principals and things like that. So I felt like I knew that I had to do well in college to be ready to go off to graduate school if that was something that I wanted to pursue. And I thought that this was the best way to prepare myself for that. Great, thank you. And I've seen you doing an awesome job with that so far. Um, the next question I'd like to ask is what makes IB classes unique? And I know some of you have touched on that, but if anybody could pick one or two classes that they've talked about and go into a little more depth. Um, Anna, do you have anything you'd like to add about that? Yeah, sure. So for me, English is my favorite. Um, I really love um, the discussion style of the class. Um, it's never, it never feels like a lecture. Everyone's always talking and sharing their opinions. And we have like a big global focus. So we're always talking about global issues and working with global issues, which I find extremely interesting. And everyone always gets an opportunity to speak and you get to go into research of whatever you're most interested in. And you're always writing about these global issues that you find most interesting, which I really Great. like. Thank you so much, Anna Laura, who's one of our junior diploma candidates. And how about Lily, who's one of our seniors? Do you have any, oh, I'm sorry. I, I meant to say Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, do you have anything to say about what made IB classes unique for you as part of our first cohort? Uh, yeah, so I guess what I mostly saw as unique in terms of how IB classes are structured is um, 
I'm a big talker. I love to talk. I'm sure there are a lot of people who do. Uh, and in IB, a lot of the ways that you sort of learn to articulate what you're learning uh, is through conversation and not necessarily through circling a bubble on an exam, whereas that might be beneficial for some people who don't necessarily like discussion-based learning or even like written discussion, right, in the form of writing an essay or the extended essay or short responses. IB sort of makes more of um, uh, oh my gosh, an emphasis on sort of trying to learn how to put your thinking into words, which I know I didn't necessarily prove very well just then, but <laughs> you do sort of learn to articulate what uh, you're learning about in a way that makes you more prepared for thoughtful discussions about what you're learning and not necessarily just proving that you know a lot of stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, we're going to segue next to one of my favorite things about um, the IB program, and I am the IB Diploma Coordinator, but I'm also a teacher of uh, the central course in the IB program, which is the Theory of Knowledge course. It's known as the hub or the wheel around which all of the other courses lie. And it's the thing that attracted me to the program uh, initially, and it's been one of my favorite aspects of it so far. And I'm going to ask McKenna uh, if you would share something about uh, its theory of knowledge that you remember from your two years of taking that course. Yeah, so I remember loving theory of knowledge. Um, one of the things that I loved about it was just the way that, sort of what other people have talked about, the way that we talk about things and the way that we're challenged to really think deeply and not only understand the topic itself, but um, think about the different perspectives you can see it in, how it relates to all of your classes. The interdisciplinary aspect of IB is one of my favorite things about it. I always remember talking about the ways that I saw my physics class relate to my history courses or my history courses relate to TOK and English and all of it. And I've seen that a lot in college as well, the way that I find myself um, drawing connections between all of the different things that I'm learning. And TOK was definitely, like you said, the hub where all of the rest of the things revolved around. Um, and I loved the TOK presentations that we did. That was one of my favorite things that we did senior year. It was Fun. such a great experience. I still use yours as a model for everyone <laughs> else to watch so they've seen it. Uh, Lily, one of our current seniors, do you have anything you'd like to add about TOK? Yeah, so kind of adding on to that, like TOK, we, you see like all the connections from all your other IB classes to theory of knowledge. But another thing I really liked about IB is how you have your small cohort and then you also have like the other people that take IB classes. So in, like your history and English, there's going to be much bigger classes, but you also have the smaller courses with just your IB cohort. So that's like theory of knowledge. You have that little group that you go through everything with and theory of knowledge is kind of like our home base that we come back and we all kind of connect and we can make those real life connections from what we're learning to theory of knowledge. And it's kind of all those, all those discussions kind of always come back to TOK when you're just with your little IB family, which is what I really liked. So you're talking about that cohort feeling that we mentioned yeah. at the beginning? Yeah, great, thank you so much. Um, and, uh, and I know a lot of people have college on their mind, especially uh, now when we're not sure what things are going to look like, but um, some of you have spent the first year of college as former IB students, and some of you have just finished applying to and getting accepted to college as IB students, and I'm hoping we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, but first, I'm going to ask Mr. Fleck if he wouldn't mind sharing. Uh, Mr. Fleck is the uh, IB Guidance Counselor Liaison, and I'm going to ask if he wouldn't mind sharing a little bit of what he has learned in his role uh, about the way colleges view uh, students having taken IB courses, and especially has um, being full diploma candidates. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, I don't think I could put it better than Emily did a few minutes ago when she talked about how IB really helps you develop the skills that you need um, to be successful in college or grad school. Um, you know, last year we had about 200 colleges visit Somers uh, in the College and Career Center. And in the course of those conversations, you know, one of the things that came up all the time was you're an IB school. You know, we consider that probably like the most rigorous, the most challenging um, level of courses for people who are pursuing the full diploma. Uh, and when colleges look at your transcripts, you know, everybody wants to focus kind of on their GPA and, you know, but colleges really go beyond that. They look at everything, not just the grades you earned. What classes did you take to get those grades? You know, did you try to challenge yourself um, by taking some harder courses? If you're doing a, the IB diploma, you've got that in spades. Um, you know, that's kind of a given. The one other thing that I will, and it's a great way to distinguish yourself, especially, you know, we're heading into kind of a, you know, uncertain time in terms of, you know, how you're able to kind of stand out a little bit with sports and extracurriculars being a question. You know, this is just one way to do that. Um, the last thing I'll say is that the work you do in IB sometimes plays a role like you wouldn't even expect. Uh, I can tell you that Maggie's internal assessment a couple years ago um, played a big role in my recommendation letter for her because it was such an impressive piece of work that I don't think we would have had the privilege of seeing um, outside of IB. So there is really a lot that can benefit you in the long run. Thank you so much. Um, Lily, I wonder if you'd talk again as a senior about what it was like to apply to colleges uh, while you put uh, being a an IB diploma program candidate on your uh, transcript and when you went on interviews, when you visited campuses, etc. So I found there were kind of three ways that I, the IB, being an IB diploma candidate kind of applied to was in the college application process. Like first, like Mr. Fleck said, when you have that label, you already are like set apart and that's already showing you take rigorous courses and you challenge yourself. But furthermore, in all my college supplements, I found myself going back to the IB diploma and talking about the global mindset because it actually is. Like we do talk about things on a global scale. We're not just looking at American textbooks. We're looking at Mexican textbooks too and the Mexican-American war and things like that. And we're, I feel like I was kind of, I was ready for that, that global um, mindset. Um, for college. So when I wrote about these supplements, I could add that extra layer into it, as well as the extended essay in the additional info section. Um, we could talk about a little excerpt about what our individual research was, which was another thing to set you apart and kind of show what you're interested in and what you're working on. So I think you could do your college supplements, your extended essay, and just being an Ivy Diploma student, you have all these separate things that can really put you, push you outside. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Maggie, as someone who is currently in college, do you remember what it was like to be an IB student applying? Uh, yeah, totally. I agree with everything that Lily said, but just to sort of build on top of it, uh, I also, the, cool, the school that I currently go to, a big part of my application was an interview. And in that interview, things like my extended essay and being an IB diploma candidate uh, were things that really helped me in terms of doing well in the interview. It gave me some things to talk about that the interviewers were even curious about. It wasn't just saying things that they were already familiar with. Uh, they actually had genuine questions about what I was doing at IB. And um, in that sort of a way, it helped with interviewing. But also, I applied to three schools abroad uh, and found that sort of speaking their language in terms of applying with something that is international, like the International Baccalaureate IB, um, it does it does make it a lot easier to fill out those applications when you're sort of speaking the language of exam scores that they're familiar with. Um, and that helped a lot with me getting into those schools as well. 
That's great. Would you mind sharing just a little bit too about what Maggie, about what it's like to be an IB student in college, have any of the skills uh, that you've learned come up, anything like that? Uh, well, previously I mentioned the emphasis on discussion-based learning and in college I found that that was really helpful, uh, especially in terms of like Zoom lectures. A lot of the times uh, professors will sort of like send out questions and they won't really get anything back, but because of IB, I think I've sort of learned to articulate what I learn a lot more and learn through discussion. And because of that, there are opportunities where I just feel much more comfortable jumping in because I know it'll help me learn. And I learned that through IB. Um, and additionally, I, you don't get worksheets in college, right? And I didn't really get worksheets in IB. Uh, and so I think sort of an emphasis on essays and long-term projects and presentations uh, definitely suit the college model more so than the classes that I took prior to IB. I never took AP classes, so I'm not sure about the comparison. but I never did work in IB that I haven't seen mimicked in a college classroom. Great, thank you. That's helpful for me to know as well. Um, so, so being an IB student means that you take uh, six IB courses, one from each of the six groups, and you take the theory of knowledge course, and you write an extended essay, and you participate in creativity activity service. So I wanna take a minute and talk about uh, the extended essay and, and what it is. And Mrs. Drysdale, who is our librarian, uh, library media specialist, and is the extended essay coordinator, is gonna talk a little bit about uh, what, what that is. And then I'm gonna ask everybody to go around and just in one sentence say, here's what my extended essay topic was. Great. So the extended essay is a 4,000 word research paper and it's on a topic of your choice in an IB subject that you're taking. And you start that in December of your junior year and you will complete it by December of your senior year. Um, the process is highly respected by universities um, and it's really an excellent opportunity to get you college ready when it comes to research and research paper writing, but while you have the high school supports. Um, one of the things that we, uh, we joke around about is that when you get to college and your roommate is complaining about a five to seven page paper and you've written an extended essay, which is typically 14, 15 pages, um, you have no, no problem um, with college essays. So it really is one of the best um, college ready tools that that we have and as you'll hear now from all of the students um, picking a topic of their choice um, was really the key to their success let's start with Emily what what did you choose to write about uh, I chose to write a visual arts essay and I did it on the artistry of Kaikit which is the Rockefeller family home and Anna Laura another junior I chose to do mine in film, and my paper is about women's roles in possession films, specifically looking into The Conjuring. And Thomas, one of our seniors. Uh, my IB, my extended essay is uh, rooted in IB dance and is about the role of men in ballet in America versus Russia and how they're viewed in each culture and things like that. Thank you. And Lily, our other senior. My EE focused on the use of explicit and subliminal anti-Israel sentiment in globally relevant organizations to spread anti-Israel idealizations. Kind of like looking at organizations that you don't think would be supporting anti-Israel, but they are behind the scenes. Thank you. And Maggie? 
Uh, so I wrote my essay about the rhetoric utilized in works by ecofeminist authors and how ultimately that led to the decrease in popularity of uh, the philosophy of ecofeminism in like the current feminism discussions of today. And McKenna. I did mine on the role of dystopian settings and foregrounding on the character development of narrators in two specific books that I had chosen. So the rest of us just live here and we all looked up. And what I love, as Mrs. Drysdale said, is the wide range of topics that students can do. It's so wonderful that you're able to pick something that you're interested in and dig more deeply into it. I think it's such a great process. Um, and then the other piece that you participate in is uh, Creativity, Activity, and Service. IB loves its acronyms, so we call that CAS. And Mrs. McClary, who is the director of our writing center this year, is the, also the um, CAS advisor, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about what that entails. Yes, and so affectionately, affectionately known as CAS, um, IB asks us to look at this service learning component through um, the three lenses and um, students can apply themselves creatively um, through activity and through service and it allows you to also think about um, developing yourself as a caring um, empathetic individual um, and the level of awareness that IB expects is what is so great about this component um, everything that you're actually learning everything that you're doing academically um, in your sports teams um, in your social activities um, all of these these activities and experiences really help you become who you are um, they really teach you so many things about yourself they help you challenge yourself and they help you um, develop new strengths and um, IB really allows us to to focus on it even without the, the hours requirement so a couple of years ago they removed that um, criterion that you had to have so many hours so it's a little bit different than just you know gaining the community service hours it really um, behooves the student to think a lot about the quality of the experience and so several of you have had the opportunity to plan um, throughout the the entire program because CAS is continuous it's um, for the entire length of the program through the spring of your senior year um, you've planned such great experiences you've backtracked you've, you've thought about the project um, you initiated several projects, you started again, and then you were able to actually fully complete um, a project within, you know, a, a six, maybe four to six week period or so. Um, and and some, some of you really, you've come up with so many unique ideas and you've, you've um, just borrowed from each other. And I think that's what it's all about. It's, it's really taking what you're interested in, as you've heard so much, um, and, and applying yourself and in that level of awareness so that you can work on what you're passionate about. And I'm going to ask Maggie to talk a little bit about your CAST project because it's one that's so visible and, and anyone who has entered any, uh, many of our buildings might have seen your CAST project. So if you would share a little bit about that. Yeah, so for my CAST project, I ultimately made a graphics and photography based uh, art piece that hangs in all four schools throughout the district. Uh, it's in the high school when you walk in, it's on your left, just beyond the cafeteria if it's where it was last time Still I was there. there. Uh, so um, basically I just took pictures and photography was something I was already interested in doing and I was able to turn it into a service effort for the town and for the schools uh, and I was able to sort of take my passions and direct it uh, to an outlet that can be useful for more than just me and my own creative pursuits um, and so Cass was able to help me complete that sort of aspect of my artistic 
practice, which was really interesting. So I'm really grateful for that experience. They're beautiful. I love thinking about you every time I walk past them. And Lily, uh, one of our seniors, if you would share what your CAST project is, that would be wonderful. So I'm the president of Spanish Club, and I wanted to do something to combine CAS and Spanish Club. So basically what I did, so my dad's from Venezuela, and a lot of my classmates don't really know much about Venezuela's history or their current state. So I made a PowerPoint presentation talking about all their, pa their past political leaders and their economic strengths and their hardships that they go through, basically like an informative presentation. But then I quizzed people at the end, and if they got it right, I gave them a perinola, which is a classic Venezuelan toy. And I also taught them with my vice president the Hiropo dance. And me and my dad made cachapas, flan, and mango juice. So we gave them all these Venezuelan foods. We did dances, and we had toys. So it was kind of embodying cast and teaching people about my own culture. So it was really fun. So you were putting the I in IB for international, right? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And so as we're winding down, I'm going to ask for uh, our last little um, question to be um, about those students who might be considering doing the IB program. And what piece of advice would you have for somebody who is considering doing it or who is about to start uh, down the path of being an IB diploma candidate? Uh, Thomas, do you have anything to say about that? Yes. Yeah, so I would say, first of all, if you're even on the fence about think of doing it, like doing a couple classes or doing all of it, I would say just go for it because it's easier to start doing everything and form that cohort. And then, you know, I don't know if the counselors would like to hear this, but if you had to, you could kind of shift away from the full diploma and maybe only take a couple classes. But um, I think if you're really interested in forming a nice group of kids that you know are going through the same kind of learning experience because it all it's new to everybody that's doing it um or the students and you want to learn beyond just uh academics and you want to try and really develop yourself as a person i would definitely say to go for ib thank you and emily one of our juniors do you have any advice for somebody who's considering or who is about to start for sure and my piece of advice would definitely be use your resources because there are so many of them and that's like honestly one of the best things about IB is that there's always people there to help you and I think that goes for whether you're on the fence about it or you're already um, going to do it like a lot of people think maybe I'm gonna have trouble with this I even heard rumors before I started that you had to be really self-motivated and that may be true in some senses, but there's always like Miss Scanlon, Mrs. McClary, Mrs. Drysdale, Mr. Fleck. Everyone's here to help you and to make sure that you can succeed. You're never going to be left in the dust. That's just like, honestly, that's one of the reasons I picked it is because I knew I was always going to have a really good support system. Well, I want to thank you all for being here, uh, figuratively here in the same room together tonight. Um, I'm thinking back about each of you on your very first day of 11th grade when I met you all and imagining that person turning into somebody who is able to be so articulate um, in this format and it makes my heart sing. I'm so proud of all of you and I'm so grateful to have worked with everyone here. Um, so thank you for participating and uh, we would love to have you join us if you want to become an IB Diploma candidate. Please send me an email, Allison Scanlon, uh, or a Schoology message. Thanks so much everyone.